This is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Today's episode, the title is Stop Making These Five Massive Reselling Mistakes. Now, we've said this before. We don't claim to know everything there is to know about reselling, but there are some very common mistakes, I feel like, between Ashley and I, and these will hopefully help you not make these types of mistakes. So the first one, which I think is probably the most important, which I'm glad we're going to bring it up first. Do not quit your nine to five too early. I think when you start reselling, it is so exciting. You know that there's other ways to make money than your W-2, your weekly paycheck. And there's a way that you can start turning it into a day check and making daily revenue. And that is so exciting to see. A lot of times we look at our sales data and you can see that the, the sales are probably exceeding what you make in a month. When that does happen, you have to really take a step back and don't leave your nine to five until you can honestly replace that and still have funds set aside to invest in more product. Because I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that resellers make is they don't think about how are you going to keep up and keep building your reselling business and you have to take the revenue and you have to reinvest it. So I I know like there's a lot of people that have said, well, screw my nine to five. I'm just going to give it up and I'm going to dive right into reselling head on. And then they don't account for, okay, how am I going to pay my bills? I have a lot of expenses that I didn't anticipate with reselling. And now I have to also buy more inventory. So people leave their job way too early. If I were starting out, I mean, I was very blessed to have Casey with me and he didn't leave his nine to five, well, his W-2 for probably a good three years. That's how long it took us to build to where we knew we could be comfortable, live off of reselling and also have the ability to grow. Yeah, I think that, you know, there are obviously resellers out there. And I can think of, you know, one example is Rinzi, Ryan, and Lindsay. They decided one day that they were just going to be resellers. And that's what they did. They jumped in feet first and they are one of the like largest shoe resellers that we know of. Um, and it worked out for them. And thank goodness that it did. And they're so helpful to the community and everything. But for a lot of people, it doesn't work. They are very, very uh, dedicated. Yeah. Like they decided one day that that was it and they committed. They were, they're very committed to their decision. So not that's, that's not going to work for everyone though. And I feel like it's not going to work for the majority of people. Um, especially if you're just starting out and reselling, there's a lot of stuff to learn. And if you're um, not aware of the ins and outs of different platforms, there's just, there's just so much information out there and trials and errors and mistakes that you have to make and work your way through uh, to get to a point where you can go full-time successfully. So what I personally recommend is having six months of 
bills and expenses set aside in addition to money to source with. So you, like Liz said, you still have to fund your business and keep that going. So you're going to have expenses even outside of sourcing um, platform fees and shipping. And if you use any softwares, you know, especially for Amazon, there's a lot of different software that goes into running an Amazon business successfully. So having the money set aside to pay for those monthly subscriptions is very important. You don't want that, you know, $14.99 subscription coming out of your bank account and making you go negative, you know, after like the second month, that's, that's no good. So making sure that you have six months set aside, pretend like your reselling business is not going to make one single dime of profit for six months. I think that's a really safe way to go about quitting your W-2 or nine to five job. Next up, we have trusting the wrong people. Uh, This is a big one that I'm passionate about. I think all too often we see people put like all their proverbial eggs into one like mentor's basket or one influencer's basket and they take what they say um, as like Bible, um, trusting the wrong person uh, is only putting their best foot forward on social media and who might not have like the best intentions, um, is probably going to result in some issues, you know, down the road for you. So their focus, you know, this influencer mentor or whatever might be to, um, get you to buy a product or, sell you information. Um, it might even be a company. It might not even be an individual. It could be a company that's trying to sell you wholesale boxes or uh, reseller boxes or pallets or trying to sell you this huge course or a group or whatever it might be. And they might not be operating from a place of full integrity. And it might just be to line their pockets with your money reaching out to other people in the reselling community, asking them questions. Hey, have you heard of this person? Hey, have you heard of this company? What do you think? Like really doing your due diligence and finding out the truth about people before you invest your money with them um, is going to be huge. I think, especially going into the next few years now that like digital um, content and ways of making money digitally are going to be so massively important for a lot of uh, people online. Yeah. And to add to that, I think also think about it when you have questions as a reseller, it's really difficult to sometimes find those answers because Mm. you're, you're solo, you know, you're doing it yourself, or maybe you are doing it with a partner, but you know, it, it can get to where you feel isolated and you don't know where to turn. You know, it's not like a regular nine to five where you go into work and you can ask your coworkers or your boss and, you know, figure out a solution a lot of people turn to social media because that's the most simple way to find an answer. But sometimes people answering and not giving the right information. So you have to be really, really careful of who you're listening to. Like, yes. don't listen to certain people, especially for like financial advice. You know, this whole thing with like the taxes going on and making $600 and oh, now they're not going to enforce that. But it's like, you also need to think about you do have to account for the revenue that you make as a reseller, regardless of the amount. Like yes. a lot of people don't know that. That's why, you know, don't take advice on the internet. Talk to a CPA or a bookkeeper. Like it amazes me how much we trust strangers on social media. Yeah. Like, it just amazes me. 
Yeah. Some of those posts make it sound like, oh, if you only make less than $600, you don't have to file taxes on the money that you've made, which by the way, is completely incorrect information. So when it comes to especially something huge like taxes, don't get your advice from people on the internet. Like, Get your advice from a professional that actually does taxes for a living. That's very solid advice. The third big massive mistake is not taking a break sometimes. So especially when you want to go full-time or even if you're adding it just part-time in addition to your W-2. So when reselling then just consumes you and is something that you think about 24-7, yes, the excitement's there, but be very careful because that can lead to burnout. And when you get burnout, especially with reselling, then you're not going to have the motivation to go outsourcing, to list, or even maybe you dread shipping. You don't want to do that anymore. Like you can just lead to burnout. So taking a break, that could be put your store on vacation if you sell on eBay. We talked about that in a previous episode where, you know, that is a tip for new resellers is it's okay to take a break, especially right now when it's slower. This is the perfect time. Take time for yourself. Book a family trip. Even just take a week off where you don't think about reselling. I mean, I remember when I was teaching, I loved how we had breaks. You know, we would have fall break, winter break, spring break, and then during the holidays. And that was, to me, so refreshing. I was able to step away from teaching, really do things that I enjoyed that got my mind off of teaching. And then when I came back from the break, yeah, I didn't want to go back, but you know, I at least was refreshed and excited and it really like rejuvenated me as a person. So I think with reselling, we also need to do that and acknowledge when we are getting burnt out. Yeah. And I think when you take breaks, even if they're small breaks, it allows you to think more clearly and make better business decisions in the long run. When we're operating in like um, kind of a chaotic, burnt out state, I at least find that I'm making kind of poor decisions and taking shortcuts and not doing things the way that I know that I should be doing, uh, doing them. So making sure that I'm well rested, hydrated, just not burnt out of my business and life in general is really important to make sure that I am able to stay successful in my business. Okay. So the fourth massive mistake that we have here is not knowing your numbers. This is so huge. And I cannot believe the amount of people that we talk to weekly that don't know their numbers, whether that is they don't know their cost of goods. They don't know their ASP or average sale price. They don't know how much they grossed last year. They don't know what their net was for last year. They just, they don't know. They're just kind of buying stuff and selling stuff and throwing it at the wall and hoping that it sticks and hoping that it works out. And sometimes that works out for people, but most of the time it doesn't. You're spending money and you're not making money. And it's just like kind of a... um uh, a hobby, which is fine, but you don't necessarily want a hobby in reselling that's going to end up costing you money. The whole idea is to like, you know, make a little bit of money, or at least I guess if it's a hobby and you're not really worried about making a profit, you at least want to break even. So it's not costing you money. But if you're thinking about running this as a business, as a side hustle, as a full-time gig, then you really need to know these numbers in order to run your business successfully. It's crucial, absolutely crucial. So if you don't know these numbers, we really highly encourage you to 
stop what you're doing right now. You can even pause the podcast. You will allow it for the moment and go look at your freaking numbers. Find out what your cost of goods is. You can download spreadsheets if you're on Poshmark. Um, if you've put that information into um, the listing on Poshmark, it will generate that information for you. If you keep a separate inventory tracker, if you haven't been tracking this stuff, Make it a commitment to yourself right now that you're going to start keeping track of this stuff today. So then going forward, you know how much you're spending on average on your inventory every week, every month, and every year. Um, that's just one example. But knowing your average sale price is also really important. So let's say you, on average, you know, you sell 100 items a month and your average sale price is $20. You, you know, if you want to bump up what you're making every, every month and you know, on average you sell, what did I say? A hundred items a month. Then you know that you need to bump up your average sale price. So if you bump it up to $25, you're going to be making $5 more per item. And if you sell a hundred items a month, that's a, a significant increase. But if you don't know those numbers, you don't know where you're starting from. So you have no idea where you can possibly go. And if you are listening and curious about you know, what to use. We do have on Gumroad. It's a free inventory tracker spreadsheet. It's going to be pretty basic, but it will definitely help you get started. And we'll leave a link in the show notes or in the description on YouTube. One of the things that I use is the My Reseller Genie. They were actually guests on the podcast. So you can go back to that guest episode and you can listen to, you know, what their software is all about. It is very helpful. We're actually affiliates for the software and we only affiliate things we use. So it is something that I definitely use in our business. All right. And the last, the fifth massive reselling mistake that some resellers do make is assuming that they know it all. They start reselling, start seeing success and feel like they just know everything there is to know about reselling. We always say we do not know everything there is to know about reselling. We actually learn new things every single day. And I think that's what's great about joining a reselling community is being able to network with other resellers, learn information. There is so much to learn and there's so many different platforms. They operate differently. It's just something that you should never assume that you know it all. Always be learning Follow somebody who you feel gives good information or even just on the platforms in general. I know eBay, they have a section for selling announcements where, you know, they'll help educate you on anything that's new. That's really important too around like the holidays when fees might go up for shipping or things like that. So there's so much information out there. Just never assume that you know it all. Yeah. And that information is changing all the time. Like you said, eBay is constantly doing updates. Amazon is constantly making changes and doing updates. So even videos on YouTube that you might have found to answer a specific question for, let's say, Amazon, let's say it was made last year in like April, 2022, that information could be obsolete now and be totally wrong. And that person unknowingly is giving you wrong information just because it's outdated. So making sure that you're um, getting relevant, up-to-date information is very important. But when we assume that we know everything about a certain subject, when I start to get that feeling like, oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know. When I catch myself saying that or thinking that, I know that it's time to take a step back and really like reevaluate like how much I actually know and don't know. Um, when I start to get a little bit too confident, then 
I've found in past experiences that something is likely lurking around the corner that is going to knock me down a peg and show me just how much I don't know about that subject. So staying really humble and continuously learning. Let's say you are um, a pro at selling beauty products. Let's just say you are a pro, you know, everything that there is to know about the ingredients and what products are best for what skin type and whatever, whatever goes into all this stuff. There's always going to be stuff that you can learn about other aspects of your business, whether that's customer service, or like we said before, another platform or platform changes on your current platform, um, selling tactics. Like there's just so much to learn mindset. I mean, there's a lot that goes into reselling. It's not just finding a product to flip online. Like there's so much more that can go into it that makes you successful. So assuming that you know it all is a critical mistake. Well, and I'm going to be the one to say this next part about that is just because you feel like you know how to sell on a certain platform doesn't also mean that you should run out and make a course on it. I saw that happen a lot in like 2020 when people started selling on Amazon And they started seeing success and then they felt like, oh, I know enough. And look at this person that I follow that was kind of my mentor has a course and they're making money on their courses. I'm going to make a course and I'm going to market it. And it's like people were always asking Casey and I, why don't you guys make a course? I'm like, because I feel like there's still so much information that I'm going to miss something. And I don't want to be that person that puts something out that has all the information that people are going to know, especially like with with private label. I mean, the course that we took is probably not even relevant at all anymore because there's been so many changes in Amazon. So also be careful who you follow, who assumes to know everything there is to know about reselling. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that daycheck.